Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. This was the week Vladimir Putin crossed a point of no return. Formally annexing four regions of Ukraine, Russia illegally subsuming 15% of Ukraine's territory, the biggest land grab in Europe since World War II. In a ceremony at the Kremlin, Putin effectively doubled down on a war he's proven incapable of winning so far. Yes, that language from Ian Pennell of uh, ABC is what all the generals are saying on all the cable news channels, too, including David Petraeus, who we're going to hear from here in just a little bit. But he's crossed a line into he can't win, he won't win. So it's just what does it look like as he loses? And what is he trying to accomplish at this point? Boy, that's that's a difficult question to answer. As Ian Bremmer tweeted hour of the weekend, and it's a decent question, has anybody ever declared part of the world their land without occupying it? I don't know. It's it's, it's a bizarre thing weird. to do. Weird. So yeah. he declared those chunks of Ukraine were part of Russia after the votes, and like within 24 hours he got pushed completely out of one part of it. And and announced, and this is a little confusing, why this happened. They went on TV and announced that we had to retreat lest we be surrounded. Why did they admit that? Uh, uh, do you have any I idea? Just, I think they're at the point where 
there are enough voices, whether it's the right-wing bloggers or whomever, there are enough voices bringing some measure of reality to the Russian people that the official pronouncements can no longer be all pie-in-the-sky, candy-land garbage. Yeah, my only thought was, of the alternative of uh, getting surrounded, obviously would be horrible, uh, for them, Th- these were these were their supposed good troops. These are like the this is like the actual Russian army that knows how to fight. Before the conscripts get there, who who don't know how to fight, don't have any equipment, poorly trained, all that sort. Of, these are the the good troops. They got driven out and were about to be surrounded. So I suppose the other option was either get surrounded and then have to lie about that, or or have the rumor around the country be that you got surrounded. So you wanted to come out. We got out. We retreated and we got out is like the best news they could give, maybe. I don't know. Well, right, and that's what makes it so difficult to predict. What Putin might do is his only options are humiliating and and drenched in defeat. Unless he actually wants to provoke a, a generalized conflict with NATO. Oh, that's what uh, that's what came up on Meet the Press yesterday. Talk about that a little in a second. Here's more from Ian Panel. In Ukraine right now, Russia is losing. Moscow doesn't fully control any of its new regions, where this week sham referendums were held. People often voting in the looming shadow of Russian troops. And this weekend, the strategic city of Liman in Ukraine's northeast falling to the Ukrainians just one day after it was annexed and declared part of Russia. Ukraine's spectacular counteroffensive in the region this month that routed Russian forces was a disaster for the Kremlin. Yet some of the videos were awesome of the ukrainian uh, soldiers taking back these little bergs and and uh and that one town in particular did you see them throwing the russian flags off the roof and cheering mm-hmm. that was yep. awesome did you see them dancing down that dirt road i tweeted that out that was fantastic <laughs> they were actually doing a monty python dancing thing as they went <sighs> down this dirt road into town it was very very cool Wow, wow. And, you know, the one thing you left out about your uh, description of the soon-to-be-on-the-front Russian soldiers, in addition to being ill-equipped and untrained, is that they were yanked out of their homes in every single second of their service. Every aspect of it has been forced. They're not there out of patriotism or, or, or enthusiasm or even the desire for a paycheck. They were forced to go. So, yeah. Ugh. And now turning toward the nuke question as uh, the report goes on. There are growing fears that Putin may take more desperate steps. This week, issuing a thinly veiled threat that Russia may use nuclear weapons to defend the newly annexed regions. The White House now more worried than at any point in this war that Putin, backed into a corner, could indeed use a tactical nuclear weapon against Ukraine. Maybe a week ago, we would have said there's a 10% chance. I think we're probably closer to 25% chance. Yeah, I don't know how you determine something like that, but uh, clearly it's more likely now than it has ever been. And according to lots of people's reporting, I just saw it up on CNN, the White House is spending a great deal of time discussing how we would react to that. I totally get the idea of not wanting to engage in a public tit-for-tat with the Russians rhetorically, uh, but, man, I'd love to know what those catastrophic consequences are that they're talking about behind the scenes. To that question, that's what was asked somewhat of David Petraeus, former uh, commander, CIA director, you know him, um, uh, on Meet the Press yesterday. Do you take the threat? I mean, you have to take You have to take the threat seriously. I mean, talk about a precedent set by the United States. You have to take that seriously, and Jake Sullivan has publicly stated that the U.S. has communicated to Russia what would happen 
in response to that. And what would happen? Well, again, I have deliberately not talked to Jake about this. Yeah. I mean, just to give you a hypothetical, yeah. um, we would respond by leading a NATO, a collective effort, that would take out every Russian conventional force that we can see and identify on the battlefield in Ukraine and also in Crimea and every ship on the, in the Black Sea fleet. So it would bring America and NATO into the war. Right? It, it, it would it, be an Article 5 situation, it, it, basically. I, not an Article 5 because they're not part of NATO, but well, they, it, would be, it would be a U.S. and NATO response. So as you heard, I, you know, it kind of went by kind of the, the, the way he said it sounded very um, matter of fact, I guess. We would take out every Russian force that we can identify, which with our technology is a lot. So that would be troops, tanks, trucks. He mentioned the Navy. We would take all of that out. We would sink their Black Sea Fleet, yeah, and, and including Crimea. We would sink their Navy and destroy their army. And I'll bet we'd do it pretty fast, too. Yeah, I have a feeling it would be a demonstration of the awesome might of the U.S. of A., uh, which we haven't seen. I mean, shocking on Baghdad would look like nothing compared to this. Um, interesting. I'm just, I'm kind of gaming it out, game theorying it out. It's conceivable Putin could hang on to Crimea if he doesn't play his cards terribly in this deal. Might be able to hang on to a little of the Donbass or whatever on the negotiating table. Um, I mean, that, that region where the little green men have been since 2014 is probably more trouble than it's worth for the Ukrainians. Um, and I'm not pronouncing that. I'm just saying maybe. Uh, does he agree to that instead of having his entire army wiped out and his uh, navy sunk to the bottom of the sea? I don't know. He's made one of the biggest strategic blunders in world history. What is his way out? I don't know. So tactical nukes, what are they? How dangerous can they be? They range in power from a fraction of one kiloton to about 50 kilotons. Well, how much is a kiloton? I don't know what that is. I do know this. I know what Hiroshima and Nagasaki looked like, and those were each about 15 kilotons. So there are tactical nukes that are as powerful or more powerful than each of the bombs we dropped on Japan, which is quite amazing. Uh, to give you an idea of even the smaller nukes compared to conventional bombs, do you remember the Moab that we talked about a lot during the war in Iraq? Mother of all bombs. The largest conventional bomb that has ever been used that we possess, the mother of all bombs, the Moab, that the United States dropped, that had a kiloton yield of point zero one one. No. Yeah. That was a point zero one one. Compared to, we're talking to 1 to 50 kilotons. Hey. Yeah. So, yeah. as uh, I heard one general explain over the weekend on one of the cable news channels, if he decided he could take out an entire military base easily, uh, one of your smaller towns easily with one of these, just wipe the whole thing out. So, the, the question then is, well, he wouldn't use, he would use a smaller one. Okay, but why would he use a smaller one? The only if he used a really small one, the only point of that would be to like out crazy the West, right? To be to say, this is just a start. I got yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? That'd be the only reason he would do it. So we had we'd have to react the exact same way as if he used a bigger one. I well, think. I- Hmm, I don't know. That's generally not the way it works. Uh, Putin is not out of his mind. He's desperate, but I don't think he's like mentally ill. 
Uh, and so he understands that there will be repercussions escalating depending on what he does. And so he's going to probably do the minimum to accomplish his purpose. Well, that question because then he, he counts on a minimum escalation. Well, on, I unlike the Armstrong doctrine, which you've pronounced that any nuke is all nukes. Boy, I don't know. Petraeus didn't get into the size of the nuke. It was just, you know, if he uses tactical weapons and he uh, described sinking the entire Navy and destroying the entire army in one fell swoop. I'd like to hear clip number 68, Michael. Hit us with that. This is uh, General Petraeus again. I mean, the argument made the radiation would, would, would extend into NATO countries. It effectively would be an attack on, on NATO. Yeah, and perhaps you can make that case. The other case is that this is so horrific that there has to be a response. It cannot go unanswered. But it doesn't expand. It doesn't, it's not nuclear for nuclear. You don't want to, again, get into a nuclear escalation here. But you have to show that this cannot be uh, accepted in any way. Well, I think sinking his navy and destroying his army in like one afternoon would do that. What are we saying to Xi Jinping and what is he saying back? I don't know. I can't imagine what the uh, conversations are behind the scenes. And Modi in India. I mean, if if both of those guys have sincerely said, and it's always a question, the sincerity, if both of them said, yeah, he goes nuclear, we're, we're with you, we'll, we'll cut off Russia completely, we'll bring him to their knees, I, I wonder. Well, and if so, if we if we destroy his navy and army, then Putin is in a situation where he either uses the big nukes, or he just what resigns, quits. Dictators don't do that. Right, much. exactly. Then he says, "All right, let's come to the table. Nobody wants a nuclear holocaust. Here's what we want." What's his bargaining position if he's got no army or navy? Nukes. Oh, okay. I will nuke the world. Right. Wow. I will I will destroy the earth. It's a pretty good bargaining chip if people think you're crazy enough to use it. Wow. It's just stunning. This is what kept me up last night. This is a stunning story. It's and it, it's weird to me that it what <laughs> when I'm watching the news stores that uh, uh, in other news Kim Kardashian lost the lawsuit. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael Warnock and old uh, Herschel Walker trading insults. And, uh, you know, oh, and by the way, uh, we're on the verge of World War III. Now in sports. World War III, which could make the previous two wars look like nothing. If it goes nuclear, obviously. Well, what's uh, what's the old saying that I don't know what World War III will be fought with, but World War IV will be fought with sticks and stones. Right. Yeah, God dang it. It's something. It's something. How crazy is Putin is the whole question. Anyway. We can move on to other things and revisit this later. If you have any comment on any of this, text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. And here's the story of the week that really blew my mind the most. Apple, the corporation, not the fruit, (laughs) fired one of their vice presidents for telling a joke. Somebody from TikTok was going around asking people, what do you do for a living? And this guy, you know, it's TikTok, just trying to be a little funny. He said, I have rich cars, I play golf, and I fondle big-breasted women. (laughs) Gone. The line was a line from Arthur, the movie. 
which was the biggest comedy of 1981. And this guy just said that line. Where was he making people feel unsafe? Blockbuster? You know, 40 years ago, this line, everybody in this country thought it was funny. Elon, if there's room on the next rocket, I'm ready to go. That, I didn't catch that 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 was a line from Arthur, and I love the movie Arthur, but I don't think I've seen it since 1981. But uh, Mar makes a good point. Arthur was a lovable rogue, right? That uh, that uh, those kind of the, the love interest of the movie and everything like that, and now that quote... Gets you fired from the second most valuable company in the world. Well, we have two problems here. Number one, a woke, overly sensitive corporation that's jumping to the tune called by the maniacs who were constantly saying, that made me feel unsafe, I feel unsafe. Second problem is this guy needs to update his references. Yeah, no kidding. Arthur? Really? You can't expect us all to pick up on a movie reference from 1981 necessarily. Jeez, give me the wedding singer at least, or, you know, four weddings and a funeral or something. So Kamala said something that got a lot of attention over the weekend around equity and money going out to hurricane victims that, uh, oof, we should get into. One of the stupidest things she's ever said, and that's saying something. Trump said something over the weekend that got a lot of attention, too. So he tweeted out on Friday, is McConnell, Minority Leader McConnell of the Republican Senate, uh, is McConnell approving all these trillions of dollars worth of Democratic-sponsored bills without even the slightest bit of negotiation because he hates Donald J. Trump and he knows I'm strongly opposed to them? Or is he doing it because he believes in the fake and highly destructive Green New Deal and is willing to take the country down with him? Trump wrote on Truth Social. In any event, either reason is unacceptable. He has a death wish, all caps. Must, must immediately seek help and advice from his China-loving wife, Coco Chow. Wow. Wow. Misspelling Elaine Chow's name. China-loving, because she's Chinese-American, and death, death. he must have a death wish? He has a death wish is the part that's gotten uh, a lot of attention. The Wall Street Journal saying Trump's death wish rhetoric. This is Wall Street Journal editorial board. We live in a polarized political age when rabid partisans don't need provocation to resort to violence. This makes Donald Trump's latest verbal assault against Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell all the more reckless. Uh, they're against it. Um, in other words, this continues Mr. Trump's attacks on Elaine Chow, Mr. McConnell's wife, also for being Chinese-American. Uh, but the death wish rhetoric is ugly even by Mr. Trump's standards and deserves to be condemned. Mr. Trump's apologists claim he merely meant Mr. McConnell has a political death wish, but that isn't what he wrote. It's all too easy to imagine some fanatic taking Mr. Trump seriously and literally and attempting to kill Mr. McConnell. Many supporters took Trump's rhetoric about former Vice President Mike Pence seriously on January 6th. How do you feel about the Wall Street Journal's opinion on this? Well, yeah, that Pence stuff is true enough. Uh, You know what's funny is I got hung up on the first part. Where Trump was saying, is Mitch McConnell approving these deals just to spite me? I'm like, what? What? Are you serious? You're a private citizen. I'm, I, I doubt he thinks about you at all in terms of what uh, legislation moves forward. Maine Senator Susan Collins, Republican over the weekend, uh, said she wouldn't be surprised if a member of Congress is shot in this hothouse political environment on both sides. So Yikes. there you go. Things aren't quieting down by any means. Not helping, Don. 
Uh, what Kamala Harris said over the weekend, if you didn't hear it, is worth sticking around for. If you miss an hour of the show, you can grab it in podcast form. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota Dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Jackie, are you here? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was was going to be here. I just just explained she was on top of mind. Uh, um, You know, this wasn't what we were able to witness today and what the president was able to lift up. Uh, in this, uh, at this conference, at this event, uh, was how her uh, her focus on um, wanting to uh, uh, deal with combat food insecurity oh. in America. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was last week's "What the hell is going on?" Uh, quote from the Biden administration. The whole "Where's Jackie?" fracas and KJP's floundering, just string of unrelated words that were. I guess supposed to be an explanation. They referenced it in the opening of Saturday Night Live, which I appreciated. Did you uh, see the opening of Saturday Night Live? I did not. Very funny idea. So they had uh, the host playing Peyton Manning, and the way that uh, Peyton Manning and his brother sit and watch football games and review them. 
Yeah, I've watched that. It's very entertaining. You know, th- that's what that's what basically what we do for a living. There's a lot of money in reacts to videos. Like I've noticed that my kids watch lots of reacts to stuff. Hmm. And uh, if you if you find personalities you like, you just want to hear them react to things. And I guess that's kind of what we do. But um, uh, and you either like it or you don't. But it was Peyton Manning not reacting to football games. It was reacting to the open of opening of Saturday Night Live. Oh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and they started in with a Trump. Oh, a Trump sketch. Well, that's original. Fantastic. I'm mocking the idea of doing uh, Trump to open the show. And then he makes mention of the current president is losing his mind and doesn't know where he is. And they're not going to reference that. How biased can they be? Which I appreciate. How interesting. Yeah, which I appreciated. <laughs> they didn't specifically say this, but uh, I took in a bunch of punditry over the weekend and everybody seems to be in agreement like two days after the midterm the only political question in washington dc is going to be is biden running again or not right right well getting back to uh bada how to care and the uh and the odd searching for the poor dearly departed jackie uh chuck todd and his unmercifully shamelessly partisan show oh, this was so weak press the meat as i call it um talking about the slip of the tongue and not you know i'll analyze it in advance not only well he's not content to let his guest make weird kjp style excuses he has to join in the the fun and try to aid the effort go ahead with the 40 michael just to put jackie Wilorski died in a car accident and i believe it was in august she was a big part of this hunger uh-huh. and and so that's um how this moment came about. Uh, Simone, uh, how, how would you have handled that situation? Look, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre has a, has a very tough job, and I think she uh, goes out there every single day, and a number of people could not do what she does every day. Look, I think it's very clear that the president had a slip of the tongue, obviously, um, and I'm sure he is extremely apologetic to the family of the congresswoman if he caused them any more trauma or agony. No one, uh, I mean, I think everyone understands that the president unfortunately uniquely understands how the family is yeah. feeling and i'm sure he made that very clear to them when they came to the white house on friday i think just to acknowledge it he had a slip of the tongue move on it's mm-hmm. unfortunate again life is here yeah. he understands and empathize i think that's what's most important here and i think kareen did try <laughs> to do that people make mistakes and you try to yeah yeah yeah, to yeah yeah it is like we've all there. done it before fair enough and that's when i thought chuck todd would turn to Steve Hayes of the Dispatch, who would have had a slightly different take on this, but he did not. They went to commercial break, and that was the end of the discussion of the current sitting president of the United States, clearly indicating he is deep into dementia last week. That was the only mention that I'm aware of that it got the entire weekend on any news show. He brought it up briefly on Meet the Press, gave it to a very friendly uh, guest who, as you just heard there, made a word salad, delicious word right. salad with tomatoes and onions, and, uh, and, and then let it go. Are you freaking kidding me? Forgetting that somebody is dead who you publicly mourned is not a slip of the tongue. Calling Justice Roberts Justice Robbins, that's a slip of the tongue. Just crazy. And her claim, hey, KJP does a a tough job. She's out there every day. I think she does a great job. (sighs) 
What does a bad job look like? Well, and and what, whether she's good or not is not the story. The no. president is deep into dementia is the story. And then, you know, try to turn it into, uh, you know, I, I hurt the family. I'm sure he's apologist. That's not the story either as no. to whether or not it was unkind to briefly think their loved one was alive. Jackie, who ordered, here? Who or, who Jackie? ordered the red herring? Who, who ordered the red herring here? I mean, all those things are just a red herring. I was listening to some the other day that, uh, that unfortunately has uh, gone through what a lot of you have gone through is having a loved one who has Alzheimer d- d- dementia is, is is it always Alzheimer is, is or is there a different kind of dementia there are there are variations okay. yeah but anyway uh, saying as somebody who's lived through it it's not forgetting that's not that's not what is the big indication stuff like that it's confusion that's what is the 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 real hallmark of this and the mm. the trouble it's confusion and that's what the president was demonstrating confusion right, right. Yeah, and he demonstrates it virtually every speech he ends where he turns around and he has no idea where he's supposed to go or what he's supposed to do. Can you imagine the coverage that this would get if it were a Republican, if Ronald Reagan had done this? No, oh, no. If no. Ronald Reagan had turned around after speaking several times and just didn't know which direction to go, kind of wanders around for a while until somebody grabs his As arm. As his aides are saying, Mr. President, Mr. President, oh... Where's Jackie? I know. I know. It's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, uh, but Kamala Harris has uh, done what it was. You know, it's like with the beach, the Beatles last album. How could they turn out even better music than they have so far? Kamala Harris has added to her catalog of greatest hits saying something so outrageous, stupid and racist. It's hard to believe it's real and not some sort of edited something or other we put together. Hit us with 41, Michael. It is our um, lowest income communities and our communities of color that are most impacted by these extreme conditions and, and impacted by, by issues that are not of their own making. And so we have to address this in a way that is about giving resources based on equity, understanding that we, we fight for equality, but we also need to fight for equity, understanding not everyone starts out at the same place. And if we want people to be in an equal place, sometimes we have to take into account those disparities um, and, and do that work. Do we want people to end up in an equal place? That's impossible. And do that work, her go-to phrase. She's talking about FEMA's hurricane response in the wake of the decimation of Florida from Hurricane Ian, implying strongly, stating that, yeah, the federal hurricane aid is going to be uh, given out through the lens of equity, meaning race-based hurricane aid. Well, Ron DeSantis and his administration immediately fired back, saying, Kamala Harris, the vice president, is creating panic in Florida. There will be no racial tests for who gets hurricane aid, whether it be state or federal. That does not exist. We are here to help all Floridians. Well, probably legit caused panic. If I'm white and in Florida and I hear the vice president say that, I think, I'm not getting anything. Right. Right. And there are plenty of, you know, affluent areas that were just wiped out completely. And evidently, at, on that part of Florida, it's practically impossible to get full homeowner's insurance because of the risk of hurricanes. I don't know much about that, but I read that over the weekend. So a lot of these people are underinsured. Some are rich. Some are poor. Um, but, yeah, what a, what a terrible thing to say. That's her usual throwing out buzzwords to friendly audiences to show she's on their side. But she's not nearly smart enough to do it well or do it in a way that's not going to attract scorn and ridicule. It also seems amazingly out of line to say that sort of thing to 
indicate that policy has been changed with the way FEMA has always done things? Yeah, yeah. And did, saw, how did, FEMA, did FEMA respond to that and say, uh, no, we're not? Yeah, old uh, Margaret Brennan had the director of FEMA on uh, uh, Face the Nation, and she was uh, she's actually a, a smart gal. Because I was thought I was thinking, oh my god, she's been confronted now with a tough one. Even though Margaret Brennan, being a insufferably partisan liberal, uh, made it as gentle as she could, but the the FEMA gal had to answer for Kamala Harris's uh, craziness, and said uh, just repeated like a good politician will. Look, FEMA is dedicated to providing aid where it is needed, period, to all people in all circumstances. That's our job. We're going to do it. We stand with the people of Florida. What about the lens of equity? We're committed to helping all Americans, blah, blah, blah. I got to believe if there was any lingering hope, because I I mentioned that uh, all your D.C. insiders say two days after the election, there'll be a day after the midterms to talk about the results. Two days afterwards, the only conversation is, is Biden running? Um, part of that is, well, if not him, who? And if there right. was anybody still cheerleading Kamala Harris, that ended with her making those remarks. Because they got to believe, oh, man, she, we can't have her out there saying crap like that. She's unelectable. Right. I mean, she was already unelectable, yep. but that really, you know, she was in the hole and kept digging. Yeah, she, th- th- I think that disqualified her among d- d- uh, powerful Democrats right. as being right. an option. Well, and if indeed the conversation is going to be, will Biden run again, if that begins, say, at 8 a.m. on the second day after the election, I would hope by 8.20 or so that is freaking over. Because he's not running again! He's not! He's it's impossible! Pressure. Well, There's a 0% chance! Well, so All right, 2%. So dig this, though, uh, as I took in a lot of punditry around this. If the Democrats get killed five weeks from tomorrow shellacked as barack obama said then it's a lot yeah, easier we, that was that was some violent rhetoric yeah, you yeah, went yeah, with they're yeah, killed yeah. good Tar- lord targeting districts and whatnot i gotta oh, get away from that. no um uh if the democrats get shellacked it is a lot easier to go the direction of um we got to cut this guy loose he's dragging us down he's in the 30s that's right. but what if the democrats have a surprisingly good day which they could i mean based on the polls they you know they lose ground but not a lot Historically, it's a win. Then do you cut loose the top guy in the party, or is he? Well, I will tell you this with very little fear of contradiction. Very little. Here's one for the baseball fans. I was watching a lot of football over the weekend. I've made some football references. Patrick Mahomes is the most fun and exciting player to watch, perhaps, in the history of the National Football League. Cool. And he's less fun than he used to be. He's the quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. It's unbelievably fun to watch. Anyway, uh, here's one for the baseball fans. Baseball playoffs are about to start. By All-Star break next season, Joe Biden's mental acuity will be the number one topic of conversation in the country if he's still in office. Guaranteed. So the whole, uh, will he run? That's laughable. It's laughable. Right. Anyway. Yeah. He he had a bad demonstration this week, and as everybody who's lived with uh, this dementia situation it does not get better coming up jeff mccausland talking about the situation in ukraine will uh, are we on the verge of a nuclear holocaust also a slightly different flavor for you a nursing home hired strippers for the year the seniors living there and they're apologizing i think they shouldn't apologize i agree with the policy 
Yes. I'll stand up for strippers in senior homes. Okay, fantastic. Um, <laughs> you're right. That is a slightly different flavor than nuclear holocaust. You make you a good said, point. Hey, Esther. <laughs> the strippers are young. They're not like Esther Williams, uh, sir, Mr. President, sir. Uh, also, next hour, if we can. Parents in some of the bluest cities in America have had enough with the bums and junkies threatening their kids as they go to school. There's change in the wind. All on the way. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. President Biden on Friday attended a formal ceremony welcoming Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson to the Supreme Court, said Biden. And where's Justice Ginsburg? Ruth, come on up here. Oh, boy. Oh, my 
Oh my God! Hey, she was top of mind. He misspoke. She was top of mind. We've all had a position where was, uh, had an experience where someone was top of mind. I didn't see that. Oh my God! Ruth, come on up here. <laughs> wow! Wow! Oh! Oh wow! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Please, <laughs> will he run again? Stop wasting my time. So, uh, speaking of uh, the president's declining mental uh, capabilities, and uh, it's it's a sad and tragic thing when it happens to the people we love and, and the people who love Joe Biden, <clears throat> I'm sure are not pleased to be seeing it uh, either. Uh, a couple of big old drug companies, including Biogen, said their Alzheimer's drug, this is late last week, significantly slowed the disease, making it the first medicine to clearly blunt progression for the most common type of dementia in a definitive large-scale trial. It didn't do a ton of good, but it did some good. It reduced the pace of cognitive decline in people with early disease by 27% over 18 months when compared with the placebo. There were some pretty uh, spicy side effects, including brain swelling and bleeding. Those severe cases were rare. Uh, Not clear over the long term how much this stuff could do because we haven't had a long term to view it. Uh, but experts are hailing it as uh, at least a step. They canceled trading of it in Tokyo. I don't know much about the Japanese stock market, but bids, meaning I want to buy it, were outweighing offers by more than 19 times. So evidently they have breaks on stocks skyrocketing uh, too quickly. Boy, they, anyway. they, they get a chore or something that really mitigates the how fast and strong it hits you. Uh, that'll be huge for mankind, won't won't it? Huge. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it might elimit, eliminate, uh, or at least uh, you know, help one of the most sad and and tragic things that afflicts humans these days. Because we all live so damn long, or at least you know, you certainly hope we do. Um, and in a completely unrelated story, well, it's aging related. You know, if I if I thought about this, I would have called this aging in health by, with Joe Getty or something like that. But I didn't, did I? Mm. Why? Because I'm getting old and I forgot. Uh, Where's the headline here? Oh, Oh my God. You know, I've been thinking about this lately. You're running a website, and I could call some of them out by name. New York Post is terrible. I've often said the more conservative a website, the less usable it is. Yeah. They're like the Washington Examiner, and, and what's the other one I was on the other day? Y- you go on a website to read an article. It launches like two simultaneous news videos and an ad. So I, I got to ask the web designer, what do you think's going to happen? I'm going to watch and listen to all those videos simultaneously, comprehend them, and click and buy the product or what? It's cacophony. It's confusion. So that is an interesting observation, and you are absolutely right. The uh, conservative news sites are really hard to use. With couple the, of I, uh, uh, exceptions, uh, the Wall Street Journal and the Dispatch, which are uh, fabulous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, Dis- Dispatch is a subscription thing, so um, uh, well, so is the Wall Street Journal. Um, but, da, 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 what was I going to say? So is the idea that people who lean right are more about uh, free market and capitalism and figuring out a way to make a buck off of it? Or they just don't know how to hit the little X in the corner? <laughs> I don't know, but it's unusable because you've got this cacophony going on and all these images and moving pictures and everything's flashing and all. Which one of these do you want me to focus on? How about you pick one? 
Uh, I would say, not that they care what I think, I use your product a tenth as much as I use other products merely because of that. Yeah, and if I can't go to reader view, and yes, I'm aware of that add-on, folks, um, because sometimes it doesn't work. Right. Uh, then I'm just, I'm gone, so. Anyway, uh, back to the story. A nursing home has been forced to apologize for hiring a stripper to perform for senior citizens in wheelchairs. This veteran's home in Taiwan, we're standing with our friends in Taiwan, paid the adult <laughs> entertainer for a steamy show to celebrate Mid-Autumn Festival, an important holiday in Chinese culture where people gather to celebrate the rice and wheat harvests of the season and uh, lithe and large-breasted women, too, evidently. Well, so a stripper at the old folks' home, was this for just men or for men and women? Because I'm not sure anybody had any interest in it, but certainly the, the old ladies probably didn't, most of them. I'm seeing gals in this. I'm not watching the video, but I'm watching a still of it. Uh, video of the raunchy performance, which took place, but it was filmed by an attendee and went viral. The kinky clip shows the masked up erotic dancer clad in lacy lingerie, giving one elderly, elderly man a lap dance and thrusting her breasts into his face. Why? How dare you? Oh, my God. He's grabbing a couple of handfuls, too. I'm thinking I'm 85 at an old folks home. Uh, that's the last thing I want in the world, is that? Oh, no, I'm digging it. Really? I'm in support of this. Yeah, a little cheesecake, lift the fellow's (laughs) spirits. They're they're lonely. They're surrounded by tile and weird disinfectant smells and people playing checkers if they're lucky. Bring on the strippers. Give us something to look at. (laughs) Oh, my God. Come on. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast. Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong and Getty. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.